Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the PCN Podcast. My name is Brazilian. Alongside me, as usual, we got AJ. Today, our panel is Dorsey, Quad, Quark, Last King, and Bone. Today's sponsor is Iceland. Two international choke jobs. Here's to the latest trend. Yay. All right, to begin today, Group A... Spain and Morocco unsurprisingly shared the top two spots in the group, although Morocco scored seven to Spain's 19, which is a ridiculous stat line. Uruguay and Brazil also make it through their group, wrapping up a fairly easy group to predict in my eyes. Thoughts on some of the star performers? Dorsey? Spain and Morocco lived up to the billing. They were the two best teams. They were both undefeated until they played each other, and Morocco, I think, lost to Spain 2-1. to one. They were missing a couple of players. They didn't have a full team. But both teams were really tough. Brazil and Spain, we really, I think, should have gotten at least a draw out if we conceded two late goals. But Morocco just completely dominated us, even with, I think, 9 or 10. They made it look really easy. And you could tell, defensively, Morocco was just so tough to break down. And it was a really competitive group. It, did, it really kind of was the group of death in the end. Mexico was the only team that ended up kind of not showing up. But, you know, Spain and Morocco kind of paced the group, and then Uruguay, Brazil, and Iceland were right there, really close. Heartbreak at the last minute. Yeah, so myself being the former Iceland manager from the Euros, I scored a 90th minute equalizer against Iceland to knock them out of the cup. So, (laughs) Iceland is a curse. I just have no words for it. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I think it was like four out of the five games, you either gave up an equalizer or a, a late winner in the last like five minutes. Yeah, I wasn't able to make the first Sunday. I had some family issues going on, but just that game against Morocco really killed us because they couldn't dashboard quick enough. So, and then they scored there in the last minute. Every game, we just the last five minutes, we just fell apart. Oh well, I guess always next tournament. Do you think you guys just started getting tense after it started happening, or like, you know, was it just kind of unlucky that it kept happening over and over again? I think a couple times we got tense. I definitely think against Brazil, we just got super unlucky. I mean, the first goal was pretty unfair in my eyes. Three blocks, our defender goes right underneath them. But just, I think it was just a little bit of both, honestly. Well, I think you guys are definitely the best team not to make it to the round of 16. You guys would have been playing probably a really tough team if you would gotten through, but I would have liked to have seen you guys get through, even at the expense potentially of Brazil. Speaking of teams that got through, AJ, your Uruguay team were able to finish third in the group of death. So how do you feel about that? All right. Now with Uruguay going like the, you know, quad talking about Iceland. Yeah, I know we were down two to one, I think, on them uh, going into half and then came back in the last 20 to, to win three to two. We got spanked by Spain, I think seven to two or I can't honestly remember. I try to shield that from my memory. We had two goals that were given up. Like, we had two PKs that were just, uh, eh, they shouldn't have probably been PKs. And then we started pressing, and they just laid the smack to us. So I always remember seven of those 15 goals they scored against one team. Morocco, we did 1-0. Brazil, we were able to draw. Dorsey, right? We drew. We were cruising 2 nothing, and then all of a sudden, we just, we stopped playing defense. And you scored one, you scored another. The last five minutes was really open. Either team could have scored. We really that, like we threw that one away. Yeah, that was everything just kind of reversed. Yeah, one of those laying off battles. I kind of found with Uruguay, we're like a, I think almost every game we've been to, we've been down or 
it hasn't been good going in. And then we do something in the second half and make an adjustment. It's kind of been our MO so far. Now to highlight how good Spain were, some of their stat lines here. Aztecas with six goals and four assists, 13 key passes and two man of the matches. Morocco as well. Hernandez, Fresh Beans, and Jimmy in defense doing a solid job helping their team. Both those teams are star-studded, and you know Spain, I think people were wondering how is it going to come together. And it did, at least in the group stage. Aztecas, I think, is a natural defender, but I think he played a little bit of cam for Juventus at the end of the season, and then you know he was their key player, I think, really getting things going. And then Morocco, just their whole defense is so solid, and... You know, they came from the same group, but I would not be completely shocked if those two find each other again in this tournament. Besides that, does it really matter? The group of death. I would not be surprised if there was three or four teams left in the group of death that made it all the way through. All right, next up on the list, Group B. Another strong group with what felt like a pretty pickable top four. Belgium and Portugal sailed through, leaving Croatia with some room at nine points. Switzerland had to crawl claw their way across the line in the end for shed some light on it yeah pretty much going into it we uh we felt like it was going to come down to us and portugal and top the group and i feel like our team just pretty much did what we have been doing i felt like i listened to the last podcast about um dorsey speaking about the teams that really have been practicing and are the teams that are going to go pretty far in this thing and i felt like our team's got a lot of practice in and and it showed in the in the group stage there, and hopefully uh, we keep it going and make a pretty good run at this. Hopefully, get pretty far. How was the game against Portugal? Since that was the other top team in the group, you know, actually it was pretty surprising. We had a few players step up, especially in goal. Our goalkeeper, Sign Diver, stepped up pretty huge. He had probably three or four one on ones that we we let through, and he uh, stuffed them all pretty much. That helped us out a lot to get the victory there. And and I got a shout-out. My co-manager, Lobo, I believe is in the lead right now for goals scored in the tournament with eight. Yeah, I think he's second. I think someone must have updated their stats. Eight goals and two man the matches in four games. So me personally, I hadn't heard, really heard of him before. I think some other people on the panel probably feel the same. So, like, tell the story of Lobo. Lobo, I mean, The Last King knows about him. He was on Arsenal for last season and he's definitely a a goal scorer you get him in position he'll finish most most goals for you i've known him for about two or three fifas now so so we've got our camaraderie down and he definitely uh is one of the top strikers i think when uh come season nine possibly should be signing with me and young boys so definitely he'll be out there and you guys will be able to see him some more it's good stuff my man Piggybacking off of that goal fest that you were mentioning from Lobo, stay high, eight goals and two assists. Control also picked up four assists and 13 key passes. So I'm really excited to see what the top teams, Belgium and Portugal, do. As well as, you know, as well as Croatia and Switzerland, who have qualified, but, you know, the real top two teams from this group are the ones I expect to go the farthest. Yeah, I think that's the case. Croatia looked like a decent team, but I think they're also going to have a tough road to make it all the way. And Switzerland, I think we're just kind of fourth by default. Looks like Nigeria and Saudi Arabia had their struggles. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see once we get to the knockouts, which groups 
their teams go the furthest. You know, there might be a team where all the teams, a group where all the teams go out in the first round, and there might be a group where all the teams make it to like the quarters, maybe the semis. So we'll really see who's the strongest once we move along with these knockouts. Sacre bleu, France, twenty-one goals, five wins. What a way to top your group. They've got to have a lot of confidence going into the next phase of the tournament, don't you think? Germany plays second nearly as comfortable, 16 goals for, two against with one loss. From there followed Russia and Japan, leaving Sweden and Poland to bow out early. So, France, speak. Tell us your story. Quark, what have you done? You guys were on fire. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's been a real, real good World Cup so far. We have a lot of chemistry going. We're practicing a lot. We've got a pretty strong team. I think we knew we got a relatively easy group compared to like A, but still some good teams in there. And it kind of finished about how we thought it would. Definitely Germany was a tough game. Russia was no slouch either, though. That was like a, a tie game going into the half, even though it finished a little, a little lopsided at the end. But like our attackers are real strong. You've got Raven kind of running stuff out of cam and misfit and Liverpool Kev really pair up. Well, if you ever see them get the ball in the air, you better watch out because neither one of them lays off a volley, but then like we're real balanced top to bottom. Our defense is, is really strong. I've been incredibly impressed with expect bills. I don't know if you guys have uh, played with him before, but like that boy's one saucy left back (laughs) and man, he moves up the field so well. Played with him at Bayern in the second half of last season, and he he was he started he was at striker when I first got there, and we had a a, a striker at fullback. So we eventually we were able to switch those two and play the fullback at fullback and the striker at striker. But I Bills generally he was he was probably one of our better players. There were games where he maybe got cut out a little bit. But you play him with a really solid defense. I imagine he could he probably gets a little more freedom. He can probably do his thing. Well, yeah, I mean the Eric and Sonnen was a big deal for us to to kind of like shore things up at the end and like people have been good about moving around so like darcy played right back in the last game because we didn't have our starting right back there who is dodzy and Dodds was a right mid anyway but he's kind of like was willing to step back there and do it for the team and everybody's killing it there even the mids like freely Joe's doing amazing darcy's been good at the right and then pancake waffles been in and out but he's been doing really great there and spirits are high it's just like really good chemistry. Like King of Crack was a great signing for us. And we just kind of like are getting in early, getting our friendlies in, fixing whatever's wrong. And then, you know, trying to do what we can with teams. We really wanted to finish first. And I think strong defense, strong offense. That's how you get that goal difference. You guys have definitely been impressive. Um, and, and being finishing first is really important because you're getting a team, you're going to get a team to finish fourth in their group. And in this World Cup, I think a lot of groups, there's two teams that really kind of were the clear favorites in the groups, and then the, some t- some of the third-place teams are good. But the teams that finished fourth, I don't see any of them going too far, so you've set yourself up well by beating Germany and winning the group. Yeah, we knew that was a big advantage, and, and Germany was tough. That was a close game. I think we went up 2-0, but it was like tight throughout, and then they came back to to pull within one. But like we just really wanted to make sure we got that. We had that that good first night, and then... It seems like the uh, the way it worked out, it's a pretty balanced tournament going forward. Mm-hmm. So we really feel like we've got a strong chance. Hoping to uh, avenge our loss to Morocco in a final, maybe, if it works out that way. 
from the uh, Confederations Cup? I will say that after we played you in the Confed Cup, we being Colombia, you being France, uh, I was I was very impressed by your team. There was, uh, you know, we didn't have a full 11 on, so you guys de- were able to break us down a lot easier than if we did. But in, in you breaking us down, I just noticed how fluidly you guys moved the ball back and forth. Your strikers have such good pairing chemistry. It was such a great amount of link-up play to see that was just, I, I don't see that a lot in, in leagues. I don't see so much intricacy in the one-touch passing amongst the midfield and strikers. So it was really good to see a team that had been practicing and bodying that so well. It was, you got, I'm excited to see how far you guys go. Yeah, I really wish like, – you guys were, were, were no slouch in that game either. I wish we had uh, – like we didn't have our full starting squad on, and I, I wish we did. Like we didn't really look at the – we didn't realize that we might face Morocco that early. So we, we might have done it a little differently, but – uh, it was still fun and, and good preparation, and, and we're excited. And I think before we move on to Group D, I just want to give a shout out to Russia. That was a team that kind of came together a little bit late, and you know, nine points, third place. I think they're, they're tough. They were tough, and I, I, that's what I've heard from people is that they're they're tough. Full credit to them. They, they were tough. It, so they were tough and friendlies too. Yeah. So um, we'll see if Russia can maybe pull an upset in the next round. It'd be pretty neat to see that follow suit after the real World Cup. All right, finally, the group you've all been waiting for, the most interesting group in the world, Group D. That is a total false statement. This was a pretty open and shut case as far as this group goes. Denmark and Australia topped their group real comfortably, leaving Argentina and Egypt to fight for the last two spots to beat out Colombia and England. And yes, I know, I said Egypt wasn't likely to make it, and Colombia was, but it was a rough night. I'm excited to see Egypt go in after I had said they weren't because, you know, I said I love surprises. Really, I guess the only question to be asked is why did I hype up Colombia so much for us to suck, huh? <laughs> well, here's what happened. Day one, it was okay. I think we start. I think we only won. We won one and lost two on our first night, which wasn't exactly great. I got off the mark, but I also promptly got suspended right there in the following game. So I wasn't going to be available for the first game on Wednesday. Well, Lego Dog's like, yo, I had something come up. I'm not going to be able to make it. Please make sure that someone gets everyone on, that a game happens. We don't actually, we didn't have an official co-manager because Lego never selected one. I was suspended. So I was like, okay, I'll sit this one out. I think we ended up having like four people online or something. And then they lost. I think it was just like a walkover because we didn't have enough. So yeah, it was a pretty unfortunate ending to the night. Well, that's the dangers of not signing a full team. That just, if a couple people don't show up, you may get dumped. But talking about teams that did do well in the group, Last King, your Denmark team definitely lived up to the billing at least in the group stage well that is the the billing that you gave us dorsey so uh, kindly on the uh, the last podcast but i mean uh, that's that's always kind of us though you know going back to my arsenal team from last season and uh, really pulling before that is uh, you know we're always kind of the dark horse because you know we're kind of humble and don't really talk a lot but um you know i think that a lot of people saw australia top in our group you know from top to bottom the entire table actually played out the exact way that i pictured it in terms of one and two across the board. But I think that a lot of people thought Australia would end up above us. I thought it was really awesome the way that it worked out is that we had um, uh, Australia was going to be our last game. 
And so, like I told my team going in, hey, we're going to play Australia in the last game of the five for that top spot in the group, which is really the way that it worked out. And, you know, Australia is a great team. I mean, uh, uh, Tan and Peanuts team over there who were some great players, and they really put together a really solid squad. You know, we played them last night, and, um, you know, we really uh, we got the win 2-0, to zero, and it was something we definitely deserved. But going through the group itself, our group itself ended up just as we pictured it. The one wild card that was actually in there is funny. We just talked about a little bit was Colombia. You know, I knew Australia was going to finish second, but I thought Colombia was kind of that wild card with some of the players that they have on that squad uh, over there with Brazilian and Lego Dog and Spicy Beetle and a few others, Flannies on that team. And I felt like they kind of really underperformed. But aside from that, the group really played out the way that I, that I pictured it. And as of now, you're the leading scorer with nine goals. You also had two man of the matches. And then your, your CDMs, Rambo and Fencing, Combined for 23 tackles and 23 interceptions. So Now, footnote to that <laughs> is that Rambo only played three games. So last I checked it, Rambo's still leading in tackles, and he's only played three games because last night uh, he, he couldn't quite make it. Rambo gets tackles at a rate that I've, don't, I've never seen any other player in any league get. It's insane. You know what's really cool about Rambo, too, is that um, he actually made it to the games, but it was just a game time, and I, I had already got the backup in last night. Mbappe 29, soon to be Mbappe 7 once he updates his gamer tag. Glenn stepped in. He, Glenn's a better striker than I am, but he plays over in, in all the European leagues and everything, and he stepped in to play CDM for us and did a phenomenal job. And the cool thing about Rambo is Rambo showed up the last minute. I'm like, look, I already told Glenn he was playing, man. I really appreciate you being here, but I'm going to have him get in. And I talked to Rambo today. I'm like, really sorry the way things have worked out and everything. He goes, man, I don't care what you did. It was 100% fair. I don't even care about the stats. I'm just here to win. And that's the kind of guy that Rambo is. And I just thought that that was really cool because those are the kind of guys that, that really help your team get to that next level. Yeah, that's an awesome point to bring up. And quick, before, before we wrap up, just to go back, and your uh, Mbappe29 friend has already lost the race to change his gamer tag to Mbappe7. That's why they're as I's and L's. So we're going to. Oh, but that's going to be such a nightmare to keep track of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the difference is, is that my Mbappe is actually good. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Just kidding. Cream cheese. (laughs) Drama. (laughs) No, I actually love cream cheese to death. One of the funniest guys around. And then lastly, let's talk about Australia a little bit more. They were really defensively sound. I don't think they put their stats in from last night, but uh, through the first three games, they had three shutouts. Peanut really has kind of been the key, I think, for them, locking it down and you know really showing up as a co-manager and, and leading from the back. So I think either one of those teams, Denmark or Australia, could really go far as well. I think, I think, I think the teams from Group A and Group D, I think because they maybe had a little bit tougher groups, maybe the kind of the favorites to get through, but... I don't know. We'll just have to see like teams like Belgium, France, Portugal. We'll see how they do as well. And now we've kind of got our groups wrapped up. Just want to run through some of the leading stats people so far. That's the official term, stats people. Last King, like I mentioned, is leading in goals with nine. Stay high. Gets a lot of stick, but he's up there tied with second with Lobo. They each have eight goals. Misfit in fourth with seven. Top assisters, Liverpool, Madkev from France with five, and then Raven, Aztecas, and Lucid all with four. Top key passers, Azteca and Lucid tied with 13. Like Last King was saying, Rambo is still first in tackles with 14. And then Mr. B-Don, 
of Uruguay with 13. AJ, why is there an, a Bidon and a Mr. Bidon? What is up with that? I will answer your question. Why is there a Mr. Bidon and a Bidon? And my answer is, I have no damn idea. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I haven't questioned Mr. Bidon on why he named himself after Bidon, but maybe he didn't. You know, maybe that was his name before. I don't know. But I know that next week, I'll have an answer for you. All right. Well, it's kind of funny because there's also the J-Way and J's way situation. <clears throat> exactly. Season. So, I don't know. There's some cloning facilities in PCN. That are- and can I just put this out there? Can we please stop changing our names? Okay. I don't know what you look like in person. I go off what your name is. So when you change it, I have no idea who you are. Enough with the changing of the names. All right? That's just my own personal. Adrian has spoken. I have spoken. (laughs) And then our last two categories, Taco Kid from Iceland ended up leading the group stages in interceptions with 16. And then Free Kicker and Lazy Sniper each had 31 saves. Real quick, Quad, was Taco Kid kind of one of your, your key players to kind of help when you try to get through? Yeah, he came in kind of like in the middle, and he kind of just took over the whole defensive line. I wasn't able to show up much, so he kind of took over the whole defensive line and kept everybody in order. He was great for us. I mean, he was a lifesaver for sure. And before we head out of here, we're going to go run through the round of 16 matchups. And if anyone has any kind of predictions on their games or any other thoughts, we will get those. So in the top bracket, we got Spain versus Egypt, Portugal versus Russia, France versus Switzerland, and Australia versus Uruguay. And in the bottom bracket, we have Denmark against Brazil, Germany, Croatia, Belgium against Japan, and Morocco versus Argentina. So any of those matchups stand out to you guys on paper is a really intriguing one. Belgium versus Japan intrigues me in that I wonder if we'll see a reverse of the actual result. See, maybe Japan hold their nerve. But, you know, that's just a take on speculation. Who knows? For me, there's really only two games that really kind of stick out in the round of 16. I think it's a lot of really good teams coming up against some teams that can be overpowered. But I would have to say, like, Australia and Uruguay just because they're, two, they're probably the two most evenly rated teams um, at that stage. But I do believe Australia will come out of there. And then the other one I would have to say would actually be our game, uh, Denmark and Brazil, Dorsey, because you have a ton of talent on that team, but it's going to come down to, are they going to show up? It's a combination of, is everyone going to show up? And I don't know the answer to that. And then just, are we going to actually click? Are we going to get some more of games and get some things figured out? Because I've been telling the guys, like, I feel like we've had untapped potential this whole tournament, and I just would hate for us to get dicked on <laughs> on, on Sunday and have Denmark just, just run up the score on us. Even if we don't get through, I'd love to at least give you guys a game. That's what I'm really looking forward to, because you guys have so much talent on that team. I'm just really hoping it shows up, uh, you know, for, for the game night, because that right there would be my key matchup is, is, is you know, full-power Denmark versus a full-power Brazil. And I'm really looking forward to that game. Beyond that, the Australia game against Uruguay, you know, from what I've looked, Australia looks very, very good on the defensive end, just with some of the guys they have. It's going to be a challenge, I feel like. They have a very good back line, so they're going to test a lot of what what we do. So see what happens, right? 
And then I think I think the quarterfinals is where you're. I think that's where the games are going to get real. I do think there are going to be a couple of lopsided matchups in the round of 16. But in the quarterfinals, you could have Spain versus Portugal. You could have France versus Australia. Denmark versus Germany. Belgium versus Morocco. But once you get to that stage, you know you you can be a really good team, but you're going to be playing against a really really good team. So yeah, it's going to be fascinating sure. to see who we're talking about next week is in the semifinals. It's going to be fun. Place your bets. Dorsey, you literally just listed off all my picks to go through to the, the next round. Well, they're all the teams that finished first and second, but I think all those teams really showed in the group stage why they finished first and second. So it'll be interesting to see if any if there's any upsets, really. I, I think for me, the teams I'm looking out for would be Russia and maybe Uruguay and hopefully Brazil as a potential upsets. Don't hype your team up too much, Dorsey, because you saw what happened to Colombia. I'm not, trust me. <laughs> the downfall. But, I mean, everybody remembers Online Aces Belgium team beating Italiano's Italy in the Euros. So, you never know. Someone could get shocked. That's for sure, yeah. So, any final thoughts on your group or your matchup in the round of 16? Yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to the Japan team the, with Killer Man as their manager. Yeah, just looking forward to facing him. I know he was uh, he was playing with us a bit before he got called upon to manager, so he might have been a signing for Belgium. So um, it's going to be interesting to face off. Just want to say thanks, everyone, for coming on and looking forward to a couple really good rounds here in this next week. And we'll be back next week to wrap up the round of 16 in the quarterfinals and give a preview for the semis and final. And you're all going down to Uruguay. Thank you.